American in lifestyle, global in spirit, Indian at heart. You're listening to Desi Tea Talks. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Desi Tea Talks. It's with Ishwarya, Manasi and Parija. Before we move forward, please like, subscribe and share our channel. This keeps us going, it keeps us motivating to put together new content and I know you all like it all. So, for this episode, we decided, what's happening right now? 2020 is ending, what did we actually learn? Did it go how we planned? No, I don't think any of us last year was actually thinking how 2020 was going to be. So, let's kick start. Manti, how do you think your 2020 was? What were your reflections? Just to start off with, I mean, it was nothing like I expected. I'm sure I speak for everyone. Whatever your plans may have been, it was just nothing that we thought it would be. So many, I feel like 2020 was the year, right? Everybody talked about 2020 this, 2020 that. A lot of people planned weddings. A lot of people planned big events because it was, you know, 2020. It was supposed to be such a huge year just because of the numbers, the way it was. And it really did live up to the fact that it was a huge year and it uh, definitely will go down and down our all our memories. I don't know what, but definitely like everybody's going to remember this year. That's, that's the point I'm trying to make uh, good or bad. And uh, we've had it better than a lot of the people out there. We still had our jobs. We've been able to work from home and, you know, go about life for the majority of it as normal as could be. Yes, of course, I had so many plans this year. We had so many plans this year. We were going to go to Europe. We were going to go to another trip to Mexico. We had obviously so many trips lined up. I feel like 2020, like it was my year to go to Europe. I've never been to Europe, any country in the Europe. And it was such a, I had like four countries that have been on my bucket list for so long. And I was looking forward to like finally ticking them off my list. And of course, my sister is also currently in Europe, so I was looking forward to seeing my family, which, you know, I haven't seen in a little bit, and obviously none of that panned out, and it was honestly when COVID first started, I'm sure we all thought, and I personally, oh, it's going to be a two-week lockdown, two months at the most. I still remember having this conversation with my husband, and I'm like, oh, you know, yeah, it's okay, it'll be like a little, like a little break, we'll just chill at home, work from home, you know, the work from home that we thought was work from home back in the day. And it'll, it'll be fine. It'll be done in a month. And even since then, my husband was predicted, oh, you think this is a small time thing? It's going to be until October nice to be like, you just really don't want to go to Europe because he's been so many times. That's how you're trying to jinx it for me. And I, I gave him such a hard time. And well, look where we are. It's been, what, since March. So almost 10 months, nine, 10 months down the road. And we're, we're still here. It has not been the year that I wanted it to be. It could have been a lot, lot worse. And I'm grateful that it wasn't. But at the same time, I feel like it was just a wasted year. I, I feel like I shouldn't count this year to my age at all. This, is, this just does not count. And honestly, I feel so bad for the kids out there. Like I, me and Pritja both teach kids, so we interact a lot with kids even now virtually. And I feel so bad for them. And I personally know friends whose kids literally are like, oh, please don't come near me. That's their norm. They're like two years old. And the first things that they're learning is, oh, please put on a mask and stay away from me. You know, obviously in a nice way, but that's 
that's what we're teaching this generation. They don't know any better. And that's just, it blows. And I don't know, it's just for me, it's, it's nothing, it's not what I expected, not what I wanted, but I am so glad it's coming to an end and I'm so hopeful for 2021. What about you, Prija? What are your biggest like things that you want to went out today? <laughs> oh, well, 2020 was such a big roller coaster, you know, like the entire year was like, you know, January month started with like a lot of like New Year resolutions and February was so strong, like the travel plans were all set. You guys came to Pittsburgh and that was probably the most memorable trip of 2020. <laughs> And then come March, and it last was one so too, right? That was yeah. the last trip. And I actually March, went to India after that. <laughs> <laughs> well, in March, and it it just went all blur. Like that's it. Like there was, I mean, I couldn't hope for anything. So much of uncertainty. And then the word of the year was definitely Corona, the, the famous beer brand. I guess I should call it infamous now, but it was just. It was crazy. I mean, I lost my job for two months. And during that time, uh, it was, I kind of take it in a grateful way because I got to spend a lot of time with my family, uh, really quality time with family here and back in India through all those giant Zoom calls every single day. But overall, uh, it was it was a lot of up and downs. It was like planning a trip and like one uh, long weekend after the other just passed by. And I think what I would really, I really would have went about is the last trip that we had, we all had planned to Seattle. And I was so bummed that like, you know, we got our face shields, our masks. I prepped up all my, all my students that, Hey, I'm going, I'm going to take a test after I go there. And before I teach you again, and two days before there was a stay at home advisory. And I'm like, bummer. And my, and my boss is like, Oh, don't make any irresponsible decision. And I'm like, that's what I've been hearing since March. Don't make any irres irresponsible decisions. So it was, it was good and bad, I guess. What about you, Aisha? I still can't imagine 2020 is actually getting over. It's been 10 months of us doing it. And that just goes back to Manasi, your point that you don't, I don't want to count this year in my life. I was telling my mom that I just wish somebody could take off 2020 of my life because I literally did not do anything except for sitting at home. No new trips, no new experiences. I just feel, I just feel my learning kind of stopped at some point. You know, as a person, you always grow when you're doing these practical experiences. And trust me, Zoom calls are great, but these really haven't, like, I don't see myself actually a, a better person or a more mature person. More mature because now I can handle me and my husband together for a very long time. But <laughs> other than that, I don't see myself having learned some new things because each time with these new trips and new meeting new people, you really pick up new stuff, right? So that's where I just feel like that development did not happen. That 2020 was a total wash. One more thing that I feel is 2020 made me more restless, more restless in life. Like you said, March happened and it was like shut down, stop, do not do anything. Like I cannot even imagine if something like that ever happened to us, how will we react? Because we were still learning to swim. We were literally thrown in that swimming pool and said, okay, learn to swim. How are you going to go about it? But 10 months down the line, we are still treating it business as, as usual. It is really not business as usual. I still, I think I'm becoming more and more restless. I do not know what 
I really do not know what to reflect upon in 2020. All the crankiness of being at home or being, or, or the whole gratefulness, that, oh, I'm glad that I'm not actually suffering from it. So it's mixed emotions. It's a lot of feelings. But in a nutshell, everything teaches us something. If something 2020 has taught me is never, never plan for the next year. I think I'm going to stop being that planner I always was. I will always do that, but I wouldn't have like plan Like last year, this time I was literally thinking about what's my next trip? This is happening and probably Europe. And then I was, I was in the middle of my job hunt. I was going to move to Seattle and all of that stuff. So there was like a whole timeline in my head. That's how I always operate. I think I need to kind of sit back and stop doing that because that hurts. Like it, all of these plans really, the fact that you guys were coming to Seattle and you couldn't come and who do you complain about? You can't complain about all these things to other people, right? This is the norm. You have to deal with it. So for me, I think, I'm going to stop doing those timelines in my head and I've become more restless, but yes, 2020 was the year to show you that side, I feel. <laughs> Aisha, I think this is the first year you went without buying a purse. <laughs> <laughs> On the other so side, I bought way too many. I definitely <laughs> went and the one thing that I consistently did in 2020 was online shop. You know, some people have that, you know, people, a lot of people started doing hikes and a lot of people did, you know, other, like a lot of people found, found comfort in a lot of different things. And me, one of the things that found, I found comfort in is literally online shopping. I was like, I'm not going for a trip. I'm going to shop online. That literally was my attitude. Almost, not all of this year, most of this year, I definitely spent more on just, I don't know, like a lot of random things than I would in a normal year. Like I would put that money to a trip or like, you know, eating out or stuff like that. And it went towards materials as opposed to experiences that I really wanted. This is one year I definitely like from the normal shopping experiences I have, I really haven't done any, like I just, you know, it's one of those when I just told myself that can I really survive without it? And maybe I was being stubborn about the situation that, oh, I'm not going to give into it. Let it be. I'm not going to shop. I'm not going to do this. Like I was really trying to fight it in my own self. But like you said, Mansi, we all found comfort in one thing or the other. Look at Preja cooking all of it. Look at yourself like baking and cooking and shopping and yeah, I actually have one thing that I'm very grateful for. I did my Yellowstone trip in the pandemic here, which is like one bucket list item that I could never check off. So one thing I'm 100% grateful for is my trip. <laughs> I'm jealous. I wanted to go. We had planned to go together on that trip for years. <laughs> for years, actually. This has to be four years. <laughs> now you have to go again with me. Oh, sure. <laughs> See, I don't plan anymore. <laughs> And I wish I could do that. You know, I wish I could say I'm not going to plan any, but you know what? It won't happen. My personality, I'm going to plan. I'm still going to plan. Well, not at the moment. I'm not, you know, like we, as Parisia mentioned, we were all going to go to Seattle, went to see Aishwarya, um, actually during Thanksgiving break and all the stay at home advisories and we realized the holiday season, peak season, we kind of all um, backed out at the last second um, but that was one trip we were again starting to plan. We had always like, okay, let's not plan it. But you know, in the last two weeks, we did plan so many things to do, and you know, it didn't come through. And again, we're trying to think of another time that we're gonna probably meet each other. And I'm just not thinking about it, not planning it. I'm not even hoping for it to happen. I'm just, it'll happen. It'll happen. That's just the attitude I'm going with. I'm not expecting anything. And that's what 2020 was about zero expectations and exactly. then you get something more that's all it was and it was so hard for me to do that because you know everybody I've been humans you know we have expectations we want things and 
it's just not nothing's gone to plan this year but still like i feel i it was such a blur for how slow this year was i can't believe we're already in december like i feel like i just came back from my trip trip in like late february early march and it's december already like where did all this time go but i still remember each week being excruciatingly slow because there was really not a ton of plans not a lot of things happening you know was virtual calls virtual this virtual that and then there was a ray of sunshine when things started opening again where life was kind of like okay at least outdoor dining you know malls were open and now again that that got taken away from us being in california there's literally a stay at home order not sure not not sure how <laughs> it's going to be enforced but um, you know we're back at it again but it just feels it's just normal like i was in the i was out in the on a job site and i had a i had letter because i'm an essential employee and it's just and and i'm get, literally getting text messages you know the government is issuing text messages about the stay at home order and it's funny i'm like and it says obviously exceptions for essential employees and it's like everybody's trying to do that right everybody's trying to get away and say you know this is essential that is essential and um, it's just a tough call for businesses to make now because you know they they already served their time they the first 6 7 months that they were completely shut down they did pay you know they overpaid they suffered so much so to go back to it i think that's what's worse if they had just continued the lockdown back then it would have been okay but for people to regain some sort of normalcy and to have to go back to that stay at home lockdown order i think that's what is killing people right now that's why there's so much outrage that why you know we can't we can't take it anymore how much ever relief funds you may issue it's just it, we can't survive the economy won't survive and i can totally i can totally understand if there's not a physical like break there'll be this will be emotional breakdowns cuz this is it you know it's happening right that's actually happening a lot of us are like many people are ignoring but if you go by the stats the, the abuse the domestic abuse and so we we are fortunate enough to be in setups where we 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 do not have to deal with any of those but society as a whole is suffering from ex- extreme anxiety extreme mental health disorders uh, domestic abuse is actually on a rise so how do you and ha- now that everything is so like i don't know with all this stance there how do you even help people like what can you do how, it's just it's so it's it's untrue it's and untrue. you know what the worst part is humanity we we are we're people we're touch we understand that touch you know you want to comfort somebody who's going through a lot you want to hug them but you can't even do that that's not okay anymore so it's like i crave that physical interaction that human interaction obviously i'm grateful that i'm not a single person living by myself yeah i'm grateful for you know at least i'm my husband's been there the whole time we've been, we've been there for each other but you know you crave it i miss i'm like i haven't hugged my little kids that i teach i feel like i've missed that you know i'm not saying it in an inappropriate way i'm just saying i miss that human touch and that's what you know that's what humanity is about we're touchy feely people whether you are sensitive or not we we thrive off of that we understand each other through you know contact and that's what this year has just taken away from us is our humanity in a lot of ways it's 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 nice you know it started off with oh we're going to be there yeah. for each other it's going to be fine and everything but now the attitude is like you know what i'm not even going to turn on my video call that's how it has become like people are so restless and so done with it they don't give a damn anymore i feel and 
that's where all of this is converging like you know what done now cannot handle it i don't care i don't know what's happening and this is where i think uh, all of this anxiety is coming in all together you know but like to a different side of it i think like people have also like i show you mentioned that you've been so restless all of this year uh, but when you say that now like i think so many people are in the same boat that they actually get what you're saying you know like they can they can relate to you and they and it, it's a sense of feeling that okay i'm not the only one you know there are people like me around so there is some kind of relief too there i feel in terms of like keeping your mental sanity and along the lines i guess speaking of you know how 2020 was and i know we all are actually venting right now do you see yourself do you see things going back to normal at any given point do you see yourself sitting in a crowded place like i don't even have that memory anymore i feel like i don't know what it feels like to be in a in, in a, a lot night. of a lot of these businesses or this this idea of group gatherings you know clubbing for example that's not going to you know come back for a while you know everyone's so excited about vaccinations but there's so many anti-vaxxers out there too they do not believe in vaccines and especially because this particular vaccine was fast tracked so much it probably didn't go through all the appropriate channels so people are doubtful and I totally get it but it would really not work if most people of all of us don't get vaccinated then it's it's not going to work it's just it's just going to fail us again but to the point that even when we do get vaccinated there's going to be doubt in everybody's head is the other person vaccinated is it you know <laughs> people are still going to doubt it obviously but also we don't know how it's going to react or how effective it is until for a while right i i personally think that the mask requirement is not going to go away till 2022 cuz you don't know we don't know how effective it's going to be as a collective yes they did test it on so many people but you don't know you don't know if the virus is mutating um, there are different strands of it so there's so much unknown and uncertainty still that this is going to be our new norm for a while i think we will start going back to a little bit of the normal life our offices are open and you know things are starting to get open but masks are not going to go away big big group gatherings are not going to come back the way it was clubbing is not going to come back for a while which i know personally my husband is Even so happy concert, about <laughs> you know looks like we're going to have daisy detox masks after all yeah. we probably would need that <laughs> masks is stuffed i really thought that when we all started wearing masks in end of march you know i would be okay we'll get used to it in a little bit you know we all will be fine i mean 9 months later i don't think we're still used to it i mean even after wearing it 8 hours a day it still sucks to wear one so yeah i wore it today for example i was pretty much in my mask like almost 10 hours and i think i've tried so many different kinds of masks to find the right kind to be able to breathe and work and do everything still it still it it doesn't make it easy so I'm, i don't know how i'm all wanting and i go out where i could wear a mask hours 8 hours maybe twice a month and i'm complaining i can't imagine how these frontline workers and everybody who's doing such an excellent job of at least keeping you know somewhat normalcy in the medical field and uh you know people working in restaurants yeah. um them wearing it so much i don't know how they're doing it i'm so eternally grateful for them to at least you know yeah. help the people that can't be helped in this time so right like i have to wear a mask every day like for 8 hours i mean i always we have to wear it while playing so we're sweating and running and huffing and puffing in our masks and it sucks but 
we got to do what, what we got to do. So, and that's the thing people have adopted. And that's the great thing again, like, you know, humanity has its ups and downs. The great thing about us is we're adaptable. Like we figured out a way and we're getting, we, I mean, up until the point that, you know, lockdown happened again, we're still figured out a way to kind of keep business as normal as much as we could with respect to, you know, you're still teaching tennis. Yes. You have to wear a mask. Like we had our studio open for a little bit and we were teaching wearing masks and it was just something I couldn't personally do because, you know, I just couldn't breathe while dancing because, you know, when you're dancing, you're like super high energy. And I, I don't know how um, tennis coaches and gyms and all these people have been doing it, but I had the option to go virtual. So I just chose a virtual option because I'm like, I don't think I could wear a mask for two hours and dance nonstop. It's just, I couldn't. So, you know, when you say a virtual thing, you know, this is hundred years back when they had the Spanish flu and uh, because of COVID, I actually read a lot about that. I was like, how did they survive without Zoom? Like, how did they even survive at all? So grateful to the core that we at least have these, like, even though I complain about being virtual all the time, at least I have the luxury of having it. And second thing, you know, Monty, uh, when you said, we uh, for frontline workers, how we are so eternally grateful to them. I think this whole situation has cast this different spotlight on them. Like they are very important. Like your health is so much important. And that's one thing, not just, not, uh, not just from a government standpoint, from a policymaker standpoint, but from a complete society standpoint, we all agree. Hygiene is important. Washing hands is important. Like things that we already knew, but we never practiced. Like that little tiny virus that we all cannot see actually taught us. <laughs> this is such a big, important deal in our life. I mean, can you believe the flu numbers this year is actually less than, like so much less because uh, somehow, you know, you're not contact, uh, contacting people, you're wearing masks, you're washing hands, whatever it is, all these measures are at least helping keep the flu numbers down for some reason. But it's so important that, you know, we all finally learned some uh, very important hygiene skills. <laughs> so funny, you know, when they first started publicizing or advertising, sorry, I should say, uh, about washing hands and wash hands. And I'm just like, what do people not know to wash hands? And then I was trying to count how many times I wash hands, like a habit thing. And then I realized, yeah, I don't wash as often as I probably should, even before COVID happened. But it's such a basic thing. And you just think, oh yeah, you wash hands and I wash hands, but not as often as we should, obviously. And so I definitely agree with that, especially for kids. It's such a great way of like, you gotta wash hands or you can get COVID. <laughs> you know, I I mean, I obviously, I knew, I wash my hands a lot on a daily basis now with uh, now that I have a puppy too but I didn't know how long to wash hands for so <laughs> my all the my coworkers and I like, oh just sing the sing the song happy birthday to you twice and then that's how long you should be washing your hands so that was kind of the new information for me uh, regarding the COVID hygiene. It's funny. It's like that, you know, how dentists say if you brush your teeth or for two minutes, it's kind of like that. Now I have to count how long you would washing it. Yeah. So, you know, and what, then somebody, you... they're probably going to come in. I'm sure they do already. They have those, you know, how uh, those electric brushes that you yeah. automatically turn off after two minutes or give you 30, 30 second intervals. Yeah. They're going to have to come out with a faucet that runs water for like whatever that one minute one and a half minute rule is to what and then it'll turn off so you know exactly how long to 
wash your hands. It's a very good business idea. Let's let's get on that. <laughs> well, yeah, I think there there will be something like this. But if you you guys already have Google Homes and uh, Alexas, right? So play it on them. I actually tried doing it because I wouldn't. So I was so finicky in the beginning. How much to wash your hands? That I literally would play the. I'll just tell them that okay, I want to wash my hands. Hey Google, I want to wash my hands, and then I would just go blah 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 blah, blah and then it actually worked. So I actually kept going on with that, and it's a very good way that that technology is also helping. Fingers in some way. You go to restaurants; they have these blurbs written down where you have to read it while you're washing it. Mm-hmm. Finish the reading, and then that means it's 20 seconds and things like that. So people are getting innovative. I think everybody's trying. Everybody is really trying hard. So we have to give a lot of kudos to anyone and everyone who's part of this whole game. It is going to go down in history books. <laughs> Yeah, and who would have thought we would be living through this? Like every time people talk about, you know, the Spanish flu and, you know, even when polio was so big and, and we just grew up in a world where we didn't have to deal with any of this. I was like, oh, did you ever think that we would be going through something like this? Like imagine a lockdown. Like it's so unheard of. And, but this is, this is our legacy. This is what we're going to remember is this year. Hopefully that's it this year and that's it. And hopefully next year gets better. But who knows, you know, you never know. Um, it's been let just like as Parisia put it, it's been a roller coaster of a year, and I'm glad it's coming to an end. I mean, I mean, it's roller coaster in our lives, and also like overall in the world and the nature. I mean, one thing now, I I believe that the Jupiter and Saturn are going to come together. So, I really think that at the end of this year, I think we're going to see zombies as well for sure. You know, it's so funny you mentioned that. They talked about the alien stuff, but the monoliths are being today. They were just talking about that. And I was like, what else is left? Like 2020 has thrown every last British I mentioned, you know, um, I had to evacuate my house because there was a huge fire in our area. There were there's been tornadoes. I mean, all every single country this year has had to go through something or the other. It's been nonstop, one thing after the other. So, and I mean, as humans, as people, we've come together. So guys, we just talked about a lot of things that we wanted to just get off of our chest, right? This was just like a mini venting session, more like, you know, it's not reflections, it's just venting. But I also wanted to kind of mention some of the things that personally I'm grateful for this year that would not have happened otherwise. And the one big thing, the one great thing that we did together was kind of start you know this platform DCT Talks. So we have really high hopes and big dreams for it. We're just starting off as a podcast obviously we want to kind of build a community together of like-minded people. That's kind of our ultimate goal and I don't think this would have happened if you know we were just busy as usual and not that we weren't busy this year but you know we wouldn't have that extra time on weekends and such that we would have devoted to doing this we're still gathering followers and it's gonna, it's a long, long way ahead, but I'm glad that we did this. And uh, it was just one random day where we were like, let's start a podcast girls. And it just kind of came into being. And I can't imagine otherwise, we've talked about lots of things doing this business and that business and doing this and that. And it never happens. We just never get to it. And I'm glad we did this. And obviously it's kind of our collaborative sort of a business together, but more than anything else, it has brought us closer than ever before. Not that we weren't close. We were obviously close, but it has, like, we make it a point. We record each week. We talk to each other every week. And it's, I'm glad for this friendship and for this platform to be there. So it's like my big, big, big thing that I'm grateful for. And then the other thing I'm really grateful for that I really didn't think as much as just enjoying time with my husband. 
I'm, we're very different personalities. He's homebody. I am anything but a homebody. I want to go everywhere and anywhere. So him, he's like, he's always at home. I like to be, you know, I'm at work or I'm doing something. I'm always keeping myself busy. So I'm hardly ever home. And obviously we spend time together, but not at the level that we did this year, like getting to know each other. Yes, intro was crazy at times, but also just being able to be there for each other. Like we've grown closer than before. And I'm, I'm, again, this is something that's to be grateful for because I know there's a lot of couples that have gone through divorces and breakups. And I'm glad that that hasn't happened with us. We realize that we truly love, truly do love each other. <laughs> so it was a test this year, you know, it, it was a make or break, you know, a lot of people broke and I'm glad that we survived it because it was not easy, you know, to test just one person. Can you imagine like, yes, you're married to that person, but 24 7 every single day being working you know working professionals that we are we we never thought we'd be in this situation where we'd be like non-stop on each <laughs> but i'm glad i'm glad for it not just that not that we just survived it but we pulled through together stronger than before so those are like two of my biggest things that i'm grateful for what about you Parisha? i think daisy t talks our podcast and our friendship is one that I'm really, really grateful for is like that one or one meeting throughout the week is something that I really look forward to. Even though we've been spending a lot of time in front of a screens and everything, but you know, this one, one or two calls that we do each week and then, you know, keep a check on each other and chat with each other and kind of talk about our daily lives because so far all we've been sharing is just with our spouses at home. Right. And at the most, family calls, but not a lot. So it's just something just to have this little girl's time is, uh, is so grateful. And I'm really grateful for my puppy. I recently just got a puppy and uh, I've been convincing my husband for the last five years. So I think we needed a pandemic to really agree <laughs> onto a puppy. <laughs> it has brought a lot of joy and, you know, new light into our lives. I, I actually learned a lot of things about myself is I learned some kitchen skills and I learned to be a lot more patient, patient and be, especially be a good listener because during this time, everybody has a lot to talk and vent. And I think that that quality of, I felt like I was lacking in being a good listener. I think I've, I've come through that better. And I think technology wise, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have updated themselves too with learning new technologies, especially me. I mean, um, I did not have a Gmail account and now I do. So <laughs> I oh think my gosh, that... I still remember that when we were trying to create our, you know, we we're trying to create accounts and do things and everyone was like, we were trying to do Google Meet and Parisha was like, I don't have Gmail. I'm like, who doesn't have Gmail? I, still, I think I swear you ended up creating one for her, right? I'm just like, how do you A, not have a Gmail? Then you create one and forget a password about I'm like, okay, forget it. I'm going to create one. <laughs> I think along along with the Gmail, with I'm definitely grateful, but I think you both are very grateful too that I have Gmail. <laughs> I'm pretty, I, I don't even know if she checks, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad that she has. I do actually, and I proudly say that I have a Gmail account now. <laughs> yeah, no, I will echo these sentiments. I think uh, Desi T talks as the baby of pandemic for us. It started off as a random thought back in June, and now we are 10 episodes down. So we are all equally dedicated towards it. I think deep down, we all have this this energy of, you know, this, this is important, this, this content, this, this 
this aspect of being expats and learning about different cultures and still being a Desi at heart, we all have truly lived through it. So I think I just see the same dedication that I have with the two of my very close friends. So that really excites me, right? That energy is unbeatable. It's, you, can, you can do as much as you want in any business unless you need to have everybody similarly on board. Everybody should be on board with the idea and have the same energy and passion to work on it. And I think I see it in both of you. And that just keeps me going that, okay, we have to get it out. So, and that's just the most beautiful thing. I don't know what's in, what, what will happen with Desi Tea Talks three or four years down the line, but I do see it's going to become something super big. So that's one thing I'm super grateful for. And the second thing I'm grateful for is national parks. <laughs> <laughs> So I actually got a national parks pass uh, this year, I think in June, and I think I've done four national parks, lots of hikes. I was never a hiker. I never thought I could do any of those. I actually could do intermediate hiking uh, by, I think, the fourth or fifth that I did. So I picked up a skill somewhat, uh, got it through, and now I enjoy it. I enjoy being in the nature. I think at some point, the whole being with the screen kind of got to me so i just decided to go out in the nature and then seattle weather too so people just scared the shit out of me that you know it's going to be so cold and so rainy that whenever you see sun just go out so i literally do that whenever it's sunny i just go out so that's the second thing i'm super grateful for yeah pandemic has taught us a lot aisha you've survived the chicago weather so like i think seattle is like oh. <laughs> yeah, pretty much <laughs> So it's odd to say, but this has been a year for self-assessment. I feel like I personally have had a chance to kind of look at myself and kind of think of the things that, you know, think of the person that I want to be. Um, I'm trying to work on things that I need. You know, we talk about patience and restlessness, and that's one thing that I've always lacked. I'm such an impatient person. So I've been working kind of instill that patience it's not a you know one day thing or something but this year has really really given a chance to, for me to work on myself to work on some of the things that i know i've needed work on just again like patience just to improve listening skills to be there for one another another thing that i'm really bad at is keeping in touch you know obviously you meet people on weekend to weekend basis that are local to you it's easy but people that are away like even with my own family for me I just, I always keep my life so busy that it really doesn't like with time clashes or, or um, you know, different time zones. It's just so hard for me to just even make a phone call and I'm always in a rush to go places to talk to my own parents and my own sister. But this year, because of this whole virtual and Zoom parties and all of that, it's, it's become like an ingrained habit. Now we have a scheduled call every Sunday where we all, my family, my side of the family, all six of us, seven of us get on whatever, Zoom, Skype, WhatsApp, and we do a video call for, I mean, it at least lasts an hour, you know, and that's us keeping in touch. And it never happened. We're all, seven of us were available together. But this year has given us the opportunity to do that. And I'm so glad because it's, again, brought my family, just immediate family for me. And that was a struggle for me. So I've just learned to schedule that hour. And that's it. That's my routine now. Like, whatever time, even if we go out on Saturday, which, I mean, not that I have been out anywhere, but if I'm drinking or whatever, you know, doesn't matter. got to wake up so that my parents can go to sleep at a, you know, reasonable hour. So it's been great, you know, just to work on myself and just to work on the people 
uh, spend with, spend time with the people that you love the most. You really, this year has really taught us who are the people that are really there for you and who will be there for you. Because those are the only people you see. Like, you know, think back on the year and think of the people that you really made a point to meet or to talk to. And these are the people that are going to be there in your life, no matter what. I, I totally agree. I mean, and also I think this year has taught a lot about like, what do you really need in your life, right? Like, I don't think you really need any branded stuff. Or I like... still need my purses, okay? Yeah. <laughs> going back to that, come on. I mean, For yeah. Sure. <laughs> but see, like, that's, that, those are like, I mean, a, a clear distinction between what, what do you want and what do you need, right? But the basic things, like, come to realize that, yes, you do need your work, but I think, like Manasi, you said that family bonding and everything was just so what uh, another, every human being wants is somebody that they can talk to and count on and... Just, just to spend the little moments of life together. Next year, hopefully it's next year, when we do see each other, it's going to be, it's going to be even more special. Like yeah. that's what, that's what, that's the mentality that we have to go with. You know, we're holding off, we're making sure everybody's safe and next year is going to be, or whenever we see each other next, is going to be even more special. We're going to make it even more special. So yeah. that's, that's just the hope that we're living by. That's what this year has been. It's hopeful for the future. That's yeah. how I see it. And no expectations, the, just hope. <laughs> yeah, like hopeful for the positive future, right? <laughs> positive future, yes, of course, very important. <laughs> no, that's very important, right? I think everybody, of all of us, so we've always valued our families, but I think after the whole thing, it's going to be like, oh, we value, this is the most important thing. Whatever we have, we're going to maximize as much as we can. Like the little time that we have, we want to make sure that we get the most out of it. Like, I'm so excited to see you both because I don't know when next that will happen. Like the fact that we can be given these kind of directions that do not see people, like we've lived through that, right? So for me, it's like, okay, I don't know when the apocalypse is hitting. I'll just maximize and just make the most out of the next opportunity I get. Absolutely. I mean, I think another thing we also took a lot of care for this year is probably our own health, you know, which yeah. again points out another thing for living a minimalistic life and a you know good quality life is along with family, of course, I think it comes down to like really keeping uh, your health well. And we all figured out our ways to, you know, not go to the gym and, uh, you know, find your ways to do it at home. And especially eating healthy was one thing that all three of us and I'm sure a lot of people did just so they don't have to go to the hospitals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the vitamin consumption probably went to like uh, just as much as uh, toilet paper and sanitizers did this year. <laughs> but I really, again, as Parisian, I narrowed down my health quotient to a thing where I'm like, I know exactly what before I was like, Oh, I'll take this vitamin is on and off on and off on. I always knew, obviously, you know, being vegetarian, I do lack certain things and I did do need those supplements. I was never, you know, very uh, serious about it. But this year, definitely. Oh, I need this. I need that. I need this. And I talked to my doctors just to make sure that I'm healthy. You know, obviously working out is another thing, eating healthy, drinking lots of water. It's, it's been a, a good health year. Touch wood. I really want to, you know, mention that we're, we're grateful for it. We're not saying it by any means that, you know, you need to do these things and you need to take supplements and do this. It's just what has helped us keep you know, our emotional kind of strength up too is knowing that we're trying to do the best we can. Yes, very true. And I think food, uh, right amount of nutrition, the, the workouts, meditation, all of this has helped us stay in this uh, 
stay sane throughout this, right? Because we are social animals, we interact with others. And that's, I think, so I always say that our world is a battleground and we, then we always come back home. Now, the thing is, we're pretty much sleeping in our office and probably, I don't know, <laughs> just engaging in some kind of, it, it's, a, it's a weird, confused world. So we have to segregate and kind of make that effort for self-care, which I think all of us have definitely taken, uh, all of us have definitely done a good job at. We, we should definitely continue doing it post-pandemic too, right? I just want to make sure that I don't lose these habits that I actually picked up. Like a, like a mask? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a mask, like washing hands. Uh, like anytime I go and get a, uh, get a package, I just have the tendency to not wash my hands. It is like a muscle memory now. I never had that. Like these are small, small things that we have picked up and we shouldn't really stop doing it. This is going to keep us going in a long way. And then we can say we are COVID warriors at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you guys remember that first few weeks where uh, everybody would suggest that whenever you come from the grocery store, keep the groceries in your basement for a couple of days or a week before you use it? <laughs> Yeah. Wait, I don't think I, I, well, California, I don't have a basement. I definitely didn't keep them anywhere. I used them, but I was, you know, I was sanitizing the bags and sanitizing yeah. everything, washing, double washing suits and vegetables, mm. definitely all that. I mean, it came to a point in my household that there was like no, you know, Lysol or anything available in the market. So I was like making my own sanitizing spray at home with vinegar and everything. But again, a new learning. So... I think we all did a good job at DIY. How much yeah. DIY stuff we picked up and learned, and it's 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 great. <laughs> one thing, one DIY I never wanted to learn, and I'm grateful to not have to do it, is to make toilet paper. Because you know, when that shortage hit, I was like, I can't live without toilet paper. That's just one thing. You know, we're from India. We all lived in that age, at least for a few years, if not more, where we were, you know, we were doing it the old. Indian way, you know, <laughs> using water. We never had toilet paper in the, when we were very young. Um, but still, that's one thing I would never want to go back to. I want my toilet paper. I'm spoiled that way. And, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm glad I never had to, I didn't have to DIY. Pretty sure that's her Christmas gift. Find it. <laughs> you, know, you know, on Etsy, one of the most popular Christmas gifts ha has been the toilet paper roll ornament. Yeah. <laughs> That is so cute. I mean, it's again, it's more like a memento, a souvenir of 2020, right? That toilet paper, it's not going to go away. It's going to be a souvenir of 2020. The toilet paper cake was so big for everything. People were doing decorations with toilet paper. I think it's going to be, it's going to be, I, I actually am considering buying this just to have that souvenir. This is what we went through and to never forget that, you know, life is fleeting. It's not anything could happen and change in a moment's notice. All right, guys, that's it for now. We'll meet again, but this was a fun conversation. I hope you guys are also staying hopeful for 2021 as you reflect back on 2020. See you again. Bye. Don't forget to hit that like button. Bye.